But that isn't the prize. The prize is the recognition. It's the acknowledgement. This is the Military Sherpa Podcast. Left, right, left leadership insights from America's best. With your Military Sherpa, Mark Tilsher. What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Uh, it is time this week for our midweek mindset. Now, today's quote comes from Rita Barreto Craig from a book called Lessons About Tradition from a Little Brown Bag. And the quote is, traditions touch us, they connect us, and they expand us. Now, tradition is something I wanted to talk about today. I had to go out and find a quote that uh, talked on tradition because we're mid into the month of December and my family and I kind of go crazy every year. I allude to it on the podcast. Those of you that know my family well know that we pretty much go off the grid for the month of December. I keep working and we keep kind of staying in touch with the world. But in reality, like every day we do something different. You know, uh, we've been to Mickey's Christmas party twice. We do ice skating. We do special traditions. Uh, December is also the month where we got debt free initially. So we do a debt free tradition. And I mean, we just go nuts in the month of December doing something different literally every day. Uh, we just got back yesterday. My family and I stayed two days at the uh, Disney Fort Wilderness Lodge and Campgrounds in a special cabin and saw Christmas lights. And, and we just go nuts. You know, I keep saying we go crazy, but quite literally, it feels that way. And I'm really exhausted right now. Just going through it. And, and today's a rest day for us. We're just watching some Christmas shorts and and uh, getting in our pajamas and, and having hot cocoa and stuff and sitting around and watching a few shows today to recover. But tradition is, is really powerful. And when I talk to people about our family traditions, one of the things that I tell them a lot is that I, I hope that the traditions will keep our kids coming back. We have four kids and I'm hoping that each of them has at least four kids. And so we're looking at at least 16 grandkids, you know, over the course of the next probably 10, 15, 20 years or so. Uh, I know that's a wide date range, right? But hopefully we'll have lots and lots of grandkids and, and they'll get incorporated into traditions. And this year, I don't have any grandkids yet, right? I'm not not a grandfather for, thank goodness, right? But uh, as I think about it, I, I think of all the traditions we're doing. And I talk to my wife and I'm like, man, just in a short amount of time, our grandkids are going to be doing this tradition. It'll be Justice's kids that we'll be doing this with, and, and, and they'll be staying with us in the cabin and, and all these things. But tradition, this power of tradition, I think we recognize at home. We think about the things that we did when we were kids and the things that we want our kids to remember. But often, I don't think that we think about tradition at work nearly enough. Humans are humans. Humans are human beings with the same thoughts, feelings, and emotions, rather we're at work or at home. We have stronger feelings maybe for the people we live with and the people that we work with, but we're passionate about our homes and we're passionate about our offices. We're passionate about what we do in our personal life, but we're equally, if not sometimes more passionate about the work that we do in our professional life. And traditions have power and they have power at home and, and in our work center. And so when we think about traditions at work, it's easy to focus on some of the, the surface ones. Like, what do you do for birthdays? Okay, everybody gets a piece of cake, right? Like an office office space. We, we all have a, a piece of cake and we pass it around and, and we sing happy birthday and, and we have a birthday and we all sign the card. That's a tradition. And most organizations share that tradition. Or maybe anniversaries, maybe you give people a day off or you give them a gift card to you know get some steak at the Outback or something on anniversaries. But there are other things like how do you celebrate wins? What does a win look like? Do, do people in your organization define wins? Do you know what a big win looks like and how do we celebrate that? Is it a bonus? Do people get a little check or a gift card when they do uh, something really amazing? Or what happens? How do we celebrate one another? 
And I remember when I was in the military, there were simple things that we did. Like I, I was deployed once and I took over the morale in, in the team that I was on. It wasn't really high. And I had thought I, I bought a little bell or I got it from somewhere. I don't remember exactly where I got it, but I got a little bell, like the one that you would get at a, at a bellhop desk right at a hotel. And I got one of these bells. And so every time somebody closed a trouble ticket, they got to come into the work center and slam the bell. And we'd all be like, woo, and we'd all cheer for them because they went out and closed the trouble ticket. And I started that tradition intentionally because morale was pretty low and we had a backlog of tickets and I wanted people to start to get excited by going out and doing stuff. And I use the power of dopamine, right? The reward center of the brain and the social pressure and the social reward of, of completing jobs and carrying your fair share. So that when people got back, they would ding the bell and everyone would be excited. And I remember my boss, he was a master sergeant. So I was a technical sergeant at the time and he's a master sergeant. And I remember him talking to me and saying, Hey, look, you know, I couldn't have enforced this bell thing. Like I couldn't have like set it down and made people do it, but y'all started doing it on your own. And uh, it was really cool. And it, it had a dramatic impact on what we did. Very simple tradition. And I remember Tech Sergeant Mangrich, right? Greatest Tech Sergeant in history of the United States Air Force. And she started implementing these shop lunches in my schoolhouse when I was an ALS commandant on my team. The morale on my team wasn't super great. I was dealing with an outgoing team and an incoming team. And I would have 100% turnover on my team within a two-year period. And the old folks, they were all uh, worked under the prior commandant. And they had their own norms and issues and traditions and, and great things about their team and things that needed to change. And, and then there were the people that I was hiring. And so there was this 50-50 mix. And it, it made for a complicated time. And I was struggling to become the best version of myself at that time. And, and so there was just a lot of dynamics going on. And she started this shop lunches or these family lunches is what she called them. And it became this tradition where when lunchtime came, they left the students behind downstairs. They came upstairs, they all got their lunches together and they would watch movies or they would watch TV shows for the hour that they had or, or YouTube videos or whatever they felt like doing. And I always felt cool to kind of go in there and hang out with them for a little bit. And, and then I'd go back to my office because I, I didn't want to kind of smother the room every time that I was in there. And it was really cool to, to watch that happen. And it had a dramatic impact on my team, just shop lunches. Or I remember uh, my friends were stationed with NATO and they, it was a, it's always a tough transition when you go into NATO. Maybe not tough, but it's always a transition when you go into NATO because they work at a different pace. And he would come into work and he'd be ready to go. And he'd walk around and be like, hey, let's talk about this thing. And they'd be like, hey. We haven't had our coffee yet. And they would all go into the break room and, and they would sit down and they would have their coffee for, you know, 20, 30, 45 minutes, an hour before they would start the workday. They would just socialize first thing in the morning. It's a tradition. It's just a tradition that they have in that environment. And you can see why they would need that tradition. In the United States, right, we have different backgrounds, different ethnicities. We're a mosaic. I don't like the term melting pot. We're more of a, a mosaic where everybody kind of fits together and we're used to working with people that aren't like us. But then you go to NATO and it's like you have your, the, the French and the British and the German and the Italian and everyone has to work together. And if that's going to work well, you've got all kinds of different cultures and norms and communication and language and, and variables that you can't even imagine. And if that's going to work well, well, of course you need extra communication and relationship time every day to build strong relationships. How else are you going to be aligned? We have fundamentally, primarily different values in our cultures. But those morning coffees with NATO just work and they, they, they create an environment where new people can come in and immediately get to know everyone in a very casual way by sitting down and doing something that you do anyway, have a cup of coffee. And so sometimes traditions are spontaneous. They just happen. I'm sure that the coffee tradition is not something that somebody sat down and said, okay, sociologically, the way the human mind works, if we only do it, no, I'm sure that it just started. And people just had that cup of coffee and, and it just grew into this thing that became sacred. 
And sometimes they're thought out. When you think about my bell or the, the family lunches or many of the other traditions that I've had in organizations over the years, sometimes they were well thought out and crafted and implemented intentionally in order to achieve a desired result. The traditions that my wife and I do, some of them with our children, we do something different every day from December 1st through December 25th. We do something different. And some of them are just things that we, hey, we started doing and we continued, but some of them are very intentional. Hey, we're going to do X, Y, or Z, and we're going to put it on this day for this reason. And they're things that the children continue to look forward to. And I'm telling you all of this and bringing all of this up because I want you to think about, especially this season, what are your family traditions? What are your team traditions? And how can you leverage your family traditions and your team uh, traditions to build closeness and relationship with both your family and your team? One toolkit, self-family team, organization, community. How do you build relationship with your team? If you're in charge of an organization, great. How do you build relationship over the season, over the year through tradition? And I was out there reading around on the internet and trying to see, hey, what are some ideas and trying to leverage some ideas from others. And at Rapid Start Leadership, Ken Downer, he has a, a list, a long list of different team traditions. And some of them were kind of what you would expect. Hey, have a morning meeting, you know, and I was like, okay, cool. But he had a lot that were really good. And I'm like, man, next time I'm in person with a team, if I'm ever co-located with my team again, I think I'm going to implement a bunch of these because there's some really great traditions. So it's at rapidstartleadership.com slash team dash rituals. And I'll throw it into the show notes. So if you want to read them, you can see them. But there were some really good ideas. The first one was, I love this one, was a monthly peer bonus. And what was cool about this is this idea that, like, hey, hey, every month, give everybody some points, like five points to spread around or give everybody one vote and let everybody vote for the person that helped them the most this month. And then whoever gets the most votes gets, you know, $15 Starbucks card or $10 Starbucks card or something like that. Pay for it out of pocket. Right? It doesn't have to come out of company funds or, or the general snack fund. Just pay for it out of pocket. 10 bucks, buy that person. A, a $10 Starbucks gift card might not seem like much, but that isn't the prize. The prize is the recognition. It's the acknowledgement. I promise you that there are people on your team would likely appreciate the peer bonus more than a quarterly award. Maybe not a day off, right? But maybe you give them a day off. And, and maybe that's what you do. There's a monthly peer bonus and people are voting for who, who helped the most and that person gets a day off as a supervisor in the military at least. You can give people 24 hours off. You don't have to ask anyone. Give a one-day pass. That's a phenomenal. If I was still in the military, I would implement this immediately. The monthly peer bonus, which could be totally a day off. But if you're in the civilian sector, you don't give time like that. So why not give them coffee? $10, $15 Starbucks gift card is, is more than enough. I like this one a lot, the afternoon stretch break. Put a big bell on your desk, like an old school bell, and then ring that bell real loud and do it at an odd time, like 3.30, 3.40, you know, a time that isn't normal. And everybody just comes together and, and has a uh, an afternoon espresso or whatever you do, right? And just, hey man, who's got an awesome story about today? And, and somebody shares and high five, hey, who's killing it today? Something, like you start something. And he has some great ideas on his website as well, I'd go out there. And then the nominate an unsung hero of the week, you can think about that just like you think about the, the peer bonus, right? Like, hey, who, who is killing it this week? Or just coming together to high five on big wins. It doesn't have to be a daily or a weekly or a monthly thing, but get on the, the intercom or whatever system you've got and be like, hey, we're meeting in the conference room to celebrate. We're going to be in the conference room in five minutes to celebrate Mark because he was just killing it on his podcast today about traditions, whatever it is, right? You, you throw something out there and, and you, you, you recognize somebody. And those things don't have to be, be scheduled out weeks, months, years. They don't even have to be monthly, weekly, daily. They can just happen when somebody kills it. But you've got to have a process for finding those people. 
so that it does it for me. If I don't have a process, it's not going to get done. I'll just do it when I feel like it and, and I want to do it. And, and sometimes it, it just doesn't work out. So I'll drop an article, a link to that article in the show notes. I think there were some really great ideas in there, but I'd love to hear from you. If you've got some great ideas that I didn't mention, I can always post them on social media or throw them in a future podcast episode, but throw them to me, mark at marktilshirt.com. In the meantime, I'm building out my fiscal year 23 schedule. So we got a lot of bases that are on the calendar, military bases in particular that are on the calendar for us to travel to. And today I think we just locked in Travis, which is really cool, but we're building our schedule. If you want me to come and visit you, I'm only going to a very limited, and I mean very limited number of places. I don't want to travel all that much this year. And so I've got a very small number of places I'm going. There's a few slots left. If you want me to come to your base and do a five voices, five gears, giant toolkit session, certification course, speak at your event, do a commander's offsite, whatever it is, I need to know ASAP. So you can email me, mark at marktilshire.com. If you want to see the dates that I prefer to travel this year, go to militarysherpa.com. There's a spot at the bottom of the page, militarysherpa.com, that says uh, basically request some information about how to get me to your base, and it has the dates. So just go there, militarysherpa.com, or email me direct, mark at marktilshire.com. I will talk to you soon. Hope you have a great day. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, I'll talk to you a few more times before then. I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Military Sherpa Podcast with Mark Tilshire. 